Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A drunk man sends an injured baby bird to a wildlife rescue center in an Uber. A Korean airline purser has been demoted for refusing to serve alcohol to the captain. And traffic lights on the ground are being introduced to keep smartphone addicts safe. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News. Weird Wednesday, right? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thanks for joining me. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian, FYI, and I'm glad you've subscribed. I'm glad you're a loyal listener. Let's get right into it. (laughs) A drunk man sends an injured baby bird to a wildlife rescue center in an Uber. You know, I just wanted to crack this open with a real feel-good story where some drunk individual decided to, you know, save nature. I love it. A lot of these stories are about, are about dumb people doing dumb things. Here's a story about, you know, maybe a dumb person, but doing something good. This is in Utah, where nature is everywhere. Have you been to Utah? I would love to go to Utah. There's a place there called... Was it called the Zion National Forest? Oh man, just Google that. Look at the pictures of that. Oh, that's a that's a destination hike for me at some point. I got to get up there. I digress, <laughs> as I often do. Well, a wildlife rescue in northern Utah is commending a man who found a creative way to rescue an abandoned baby bird while out drinking with his friends. Staff at the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center of Northern Utah say they received a call last weekend from a man who had a few too many alcoholic beverages, a few too many adult sodas, as my buddy Robbie used to say. Hey, Jonesy, you want to go out and have some adult sodas with me? This guy had too many alcoholic drinks but discovered a, a baby goldfinch struggling on the ground. A goldfinch, huh? Sounds like a very sophisticated bird. I don't know if I've ever even seen a goldfinch. The article has a picture of the baby bird, but like you can you can never tell what the adult is going to look like when you look at a baby bird. All baby birds look like, you know, rats with wings. I don't know why. They're all like, what is that? Gross. And then they grow up to be something beautiful. So about an hour later, the bird arrived at this rehabilitation center by itself in an Uber. The staff later learned that the man had called the Uber as he was too intoxicated to drive the bird over to the rehab center. Here's a quote from the staff on their Facebook page. They said, While we feel we've seen it all and can't be amazed by anything, there is always someone out there to prove us wrong. Center director Dallin Marthaler says the bird who they nicknamed Petey was thin and very dehydrated when he arrived. That's because when you drink beer, you get dehydrated. They were serving that bird some beers. <laughs> Dallin says, Dallin is a he, by the way. I've never even seen this name before. D-A-L-Y-N. Where do people get their names? He says the bird should be released into the Utah wilderness in a few weeks. Oh, that's a great story. Isn't that a feel-good story? Hey, man, if you can't drive... And you need to deliver something, you call an Uber. Whether it's an injured bird, or, you know, drugs for your friends, whatever. (laughs) 
You know, finally, this story reminds me of the good that can come out of technology. Rather than, than using our technology for things that are pornographic, as I mentioned yesterday, you can use your phone to do shit like this. You got amazing, right? You can, in the palm of your hand, you can look up the nearest wildlife rehab center and then in the next click, order an Uber to come pick up this baby bird and bring it there. I mean, it's astounding what we can do. Love it. This guy, this guy's amazing. His name isn't in the article, but whoever you are, sir, out there in Utah, you're brilliant. Keep doing it. <laughs> keep keep rescuing, rescuing wildlife using modern technology. A Korean airline purser was demoted for refusing to serve alcohol to the captain. What's a purser, Jonesy? I'm glad you asked. A purser is the chief, the cabin chief on the flight. So this cabin chief was demoted for not giving the captain the booze that the captain needs to navigate swiftly through the air. (laughs) The article begins by saying, Korean airline is again in the news and for all the wrong reasons. The airline decided to demote a purser who had refused to serve the captain alcohol during the flight multiple times while giving the cockpit crew member only a verbal warning. The captain had first requested some champagne. (laughs) The captain's popping bottles on the flight. You're out of your mind. Champagne popping. Can you imagine being being in the, as a passenger, you hear, did I just hear a champagne bottle pop in the cockpit? Oh, there's another one. (laughs) Unbelievable. The captain later requested some red wine in a paper cup while working in the cockpit on a flight from Seoul to Amsterdam. An excerpt from the Korean Times says the incident happened on an Amsterdam-bound Korean flight. The captain, while walking past a tray of welcoming drinks, tried to pick up a glass of champagne. As a cabin crew member blocked him, saying, You can't drink alcohol. The captain said, then you can give it to me in a paper cup and then picked up a non-alcoholic beverage. I love that. The captain was like, give me some of this champagne. Yeah, no, I know I'm about to fly. Did it in plain sight, probably, (laughs) the rest of the people on the flight. So in the middle of the flight, hours later, the captain asked the cabin crew to bring a cup of wine. (laughs) The crew member refused, reported the case to the cabin crew chief, a.k.a. the purser. The Korean Air summoned the captain and the cabin crew chief. Then came a surprise. The company closed the case with a verbal warning to the captain and demoted the cabin crew chief for being responsible for the in-flight conflict. I mean, what is the crew chief? The crew chief trying to keep the cabin, I mean, you know, from being becoming like, you know, an after-hours lounge. <laughs> like, hey, let's not make the cockpit a club cockpit all of a sudden, popping bottles. Why don't you have some reserved tables in there while you're at it for some high-paying customers? I mean, this is ridiculous. The purser's just trying to keep the pilots sober so that everybody lives and that we get to Amsterdam. You demote him. You give a verbal warning to the captain. What's wrong with you, Korean airline? Are just Is it okay for... You know, officials that operate heavy machinery in Korea just can be just, just be blasted. <laughs> what the hell's going on? 
Are your train operators doing shots of tequila? The article then says the word conclusion. Ooh, don't threaten me with a conclusion article. The conclusion apparently is the safety of Korean-based airlines has been in question due to cultural issues where lower-ranked employees usually never question the higher ones, even when it would be unlawful and potentially catastrophic. Yeah, well, maybe it's time to question some of your cultural mores, Korea. (laughs) Like, I mean, you're not supposed to question your higher-ups when they're like, hey, hand me over some, uh, some some of that methamphetamine before I drive this plane to Amsterdam. Not questioning your higher-ups. That's how Hitler got away with so much shit. Did we not learn from history? <laughs> Apparently, after the Asiana crash in San Francisco, the entire, entire pilot training in South Korea was put into question. Some Western instructors found out that captains merely memorized the correct answers to questions without understanding the underlying issues. We all remember what happened with Korean Air when the CEO's daughter had a nut rage on the, gro- on the ground in New York and demanded a cabin crew member ejected from the flight for not serving her nuts correctly. Oh, you didn't serve that girl nuts correctly? I don't remember that issue. When did that happen? I'm allergic to nuts. I should be on top of the nut news. <laughs> like, how, did I, how did I miss this one? <laughs> but yeah, obviously, you know, you need to rethink your whole protocol I understand you know you gotta all right so questioning your higher-ups is a thing yeah well you know in some industries fine don't don't be so lenient on that but when the industry you know is something like the airlines or you know you got all these people that are, these their lives are at stake you should be a little bit more lenient when it comes to Allowing underlings to question what's going on up above. Does that make any sense at all? Did I use big words there? Yeah. Well, yeah, in certain cases where safety is the priority. You know, in those cases, pride should take a second, you know, a back seat. (laughs) So so we can avoid club cockpit. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Call Weird AF News. Tell me I'm wrong. I want to hear from a Korean. <laughs> 646-450-2012. Traffic lights on the ground are being introduced to keep smartphone addicts safe. The article starts with, Can you believe it's coming to this? We live in an age where it's genuinely hard to look around and see somebody who is not engrossed inside their mobile phone. We chat to our friends and family online. We sit on buses with our heads down in favor of looking out the window and even while walking. It's common to see people looking down instead of ahead while they're walking. So much so that countries have now begun to introduce pedestrian traffic lights on the ground in an effort to keep mobile addicts safe. In recent years, there has been an increase in pedestrian deaths, which are believed to be linked to smartphone use. In countries countries like Australia, the Netherlands and South Korea are just a few who have installed this prevention measure. Yes, traffic lights on the ground. In the Netherlands, in a town called Bodegraven, strips of LED lights have been installed in the pavement. These are visible when looking down in order to be in the line of sight of those looking down at their smartphones. A spokesman 
for, for the for the neighborhood said smartphone use by pedestrians and cyclists is a major problem. Wait, wait, wait. Cyclists? You should not be having your face in your phone as a cyclist. You shouldn't be riding a bicycle while looking at a phone at the same time, right? Can we That's right up there with riding a motorcycle, a car, you know. All right, let's let's go further. Okay, smartphone use by pedestrians and cyclists is a major problem. Trams in The Hague regularly make an emergency stop because someone looks at their smartphone instead of the traffic. Jose de Jong from the Dutch Traffic Safety Association. First of all, I'm just as surprised as you to learn that somebody, a Dutch person's first name is Jose. But let's, let's make it work. Jose said, it's not a good idea to keep mobile phone users looking at their phones. We don't want people to use phones when they're dealing with traffic, even when walking around. People must always look around them to check if cars are actually stopping at the red signals. Yeah, I agree with Jose, the Dutch traffic safety associate. And then there's a video of some city in Germany called Augsburg, where they put lights on the sidewalk as well that flash red if there's a red light. The article asks, do you think it's a good idea or do you think it's enabling people to continue to be irresponsible? I think we all know the answer to this. It's enabling people to be irresponsible. A, if you have your face in your phone and the lights are there, although you may stop, you may be making the correct decision. Ongoing traffic may not obey that light. And if your face is down and not looking ahead, you may miss oncoming traffic. You may still get hit by a rogue vehicle because you have your face down. B. (laughs) Should we be constantly augmenting the environment to make it easier to have your face in your phone at all times? I mean, one can make the argument that less time in our phones would be healthy for a society. But yet, again and again, I'm coming across articles where highly technological, sophisticated cities are making it, you know, they're catering to this over-obsessive face-in-the-phone activity. They're catering to it. They're making it easier for you to have your face in your phone. I think we can all agree, less being on the phone would be healthier. Maybe that's just me. In addition to, you know, having your face up to detect oncoming threats, such as walking on a pedestrian walk, having your face up also allows you to, you know, be in the moment, be present. Appreciate nature. Appreciate life in general that's going on around you. One could argue that's a real healthy way to spend your day. I'm not saying don't put your face in your phone ever. Shit, I'm guilty of being in my phone so much. You follow my Instagram? I'm always in there. Not always, but I'm in there quite a bit. But I also know there are times when I put the damn phone down. Certainly when I ride a bicycle. (laughs) I'm not not scrolling Instagram stories while riding a bicycle in downtown LA. What are you, out of your mind? I do, of course, look at it occasionally when I'm walking, but, you know, for the most part, 
If I'm in a busy intersection, head up, baby. Head up. Maybe I'm old school. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm old school. Yes. I admit. I miss the days that we, when we were all present. <laughs> you know, I miss the times where you were out having drinks with friends and they were actually looking at you. I miss those times. Call me crazy in old school, but I miss those times when the person you're with actually looked at you. <laughs> this is a hot button topic for sure, for real. And you should call Weird AF News and give me your opinion on it. 646-450-2012. Do you think we should be enabling smartphone use to the level that these cities seem to be with their traffic lights on the ground. And by the way, what a waste of resources. You know, community resources really go into this? <laughs> community resources going to putting lights on the ground so that so so people can walk and watch porn at the same time. Wonderful, wonderful time. <laughs> Maybe I'm crazy. You might think I am. Please let me know. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You guys are so crazy. I love you. Especially my friends from Finland who sent me a package. Big shout out here to Lisa, Tony, Daniela, and Tommy. A lovely Finnish family who sent me some coffee from Finland. A balloon. A magnet. And I, what I think are boxes of mints, but I'm not really sure. And a little postcard. I'm so pleased. This is outstanding. I love getting gifts. Coffee, by the way, which I'm drinking at the moment. Delicious coffee from Finland. Who knew? Who knew Finland coffee was bomb-alicious? But it certainly is. And I can't thank you guys enough. And if I ever make it to Finland, I'm staying with you guys. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to have a good old time being weird over in Finland. I'd imagine there's some weird shit in Finland that I need to get over and experience. Right? First of all, these mints you sent me, they're, they're weird. They look weird. They're in a weird box. That lets me, that lets me know that the, the Finnish culture is weird. <laughs> I need to stop. But yes, I appreciate it so much. I also appreciate those of you who called, especially Michael from Iowa City who called and, uh, you know, let me know how much he appreciated the songs that I that I made the other day. And Michael, you know, I, that one song I did that was uh, about licking the ice cream, you know, you have to imagine I was doing that song from the point of view of the, of the ice cream liquor, you know, which, you know, it's art, baby. It's art. It could be from any point of view. That's the point of view I chose. I go deep, baby. I go deep. <laughs> As always... My buddy Jay from Sacramento, who I, I just love to death. And, and and apparently Jay reads every day. Jay, Jay, I knew you were smart. I didn't realize how smart you were reading every day. And I love your idea of an emoji dictionary. That's a great idea. The problem is the emojis look slightly different depending on the device you're on. Um, when you move from an iPhone to an Android, um, it's they're different. Uh, in fact, and then in the Android category... There's so many different phones in the Android category, you know, uh, that and each phone has their own. The emojis just they're not universal across devices. It's unfortunate, but I love where you're going with the idea. And I think we need to think about that. I also want to give a big shout out to one of my favorite Instagram accounts, 
Uh, Bizarre Doctor. Yeah, at Bizarre Doctor, one word. If you like weird, <laughs> freaky pictures and videos, weird art. I mean, this Instagram account is amazing, and uh, I just I just love it. And we've been going back and forth. We're buddies. So check out Bizarre Doctor on there. A lot of people have been checking out my Instagram that are listeners, and I appreciate you guys being on there. If you, if you have been on there, then you know that uh, I've been posting my my little comedy series called Jonesy on Dating Apps. Me on Dating Apps, which is it's just me using dating apps for comedy. So go on there at Funny Jones. Check that out. You can also see get updates on the shows that I'm doing in the area. Tonight I'm in San Clemente, tomorrow in Los Angeles, and Saturday I'll be in Bakersfield. If you're in Southern California, you can check me. And that's all on the Instagram, at Funny Jones. Uh, lastly, check out my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News, where I just made available an MP3 download of my Alligator song, the Alligators Everywhere Florida song. And I'm going to put some more up on there. You know, I've been making these songs. I figure I might as well give them out to you guys as MP3s. Somebody wrote me and said they used it as their uh, the ringtone for for their for their phone. That someone is Ashley Villanueva. So yeah, you can use the the alligator song as your uh, as your ringtone, which is outstanding. Just another way to bring some weird AF news into your life, baby. Why not? Why not do it? Join the Patreon, by the way. Throw Jonesy a couple bucks for a beer. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Oh, Jones, man. I'm sorry that you felt so dejected that no one called in and commented on the two songs that you had uh, performed on the spot during your podcast. Um, they they were really good. I, I really did enjoy them. The songs themselves, uh, for what they were, just performed on the spot. They both were of different styles, and to come up with those just immediately and perform them as you did, just, you know, basically extemporaneously, and uh, just to create those as you did, um, that takes some real talent. They were really of different styles, and to come up with those like you did, I think that was really impressive. And I really appreciated them for what they were. But the reason I didn't call in and comment on it is the one about the ice cream liquors. Uh, that was my problem with uh, not calling is that the story that you did about that, you were so disgusted with it, as was I, as everyone should be. There ought to be crimes against that kind of thing, tampering with food. And your basic frustration is, what is wrong with you, America? What is the world coming to? And, you know, we were so, you were so frustrated with it, as we all should be. And, uh, you basically were saying, knock it off. And then you went and did a song about the story. And I felt that that was sort of like encouraging, uh, encouraging uh, idiots that do that kind of stuff. You know, you went from slapping them down to to giving them their own song. And I thought it was kind of like an about face or, you know, uh, giving them a theme song. And, and that's why I was upset with it. So I didn't uh, comment on your songs for that reason. But um, 
for what they were and for coming up with them on the spot. I thought that was terrific. But anyhow, that was the reason that didn't call and give you praise for it. Take care, buddy. Jonesy, how you doing, man? Jason Sacramento. Just calling to uh, comment on your emoji story. It's been a minute for since I've called, so I can grace y'all with my voice. Yeah, right. <laughs> but anyways, I was just thinking, you know, um, the emoji thing to me is kind of retarded, bro. To me, I know it's a sign of, you know, what the millennials be using, this, that, and the other, and, but I have been an advocate of the written word for a long time. You know, I enjoy books. I read many. I read a book every day. I read in my books every day. So, um, you know, to me, it's almost like the ones that use emojis, not that they're illiterate, but they're going to make themselves that way in a sense to, like, you're trying to interpret these stupid symbols. But here's my thing. So here's what we do. They need to make a emoji dictionary, okay? So here's what you got. You got an official emoji dictionary with all the emojis and their definitions behind them, okay? So, yeah, maybe I choose not to use this emoji dictionary. Maybe I want to have my emojis the way they are. Maybe I don't agree with what symbol means what. Okay, fine. You can still, everybody, use your emojis the way you want. But here's the thing. This emoji dictionary is the definition of emojis. Just like you can say a word means something else, and it can mean something else to your little niche, but it doesn't mean it means something else to the population or society at hand. So now you have this emoji dictionary, and if people want to use emojis, they want to go ahead and use them, and um, something comes up in court, they're going to go by this emoji dictionary. And if the emoji dictionary says this emoji means this, and you say, oh, no, but I meant this with it, it won't matter because you should have took it upon yourself to see what the emoji actually meant if you want to use emojis or don't use emojis or make sure that, you know, the emoji you use is for the use that it's used for. You know what I mean. That's just my two cents because I don't care about emojis. I don't use emojis. And I'm not old. I just think emojis are dumb. Just like everybody says, they can be interpreted in any way. So trying to interpret emojis is just ridiculous to me. Why not just write the word out? Or do you not know how to spell? Anyways, this is Jay. You know who I am, of course. And I donate to Jonesy's Patreon. You should, too. I'm out of here.